nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you GarageLogic podcast number 725, November 2nd, 2021. The record high was 72 degrees on this day, and that was in 1978. And it was 9 degrees in 1951 when they really had a cold snap. And on this day in 1992, almost five and a half inches of snow. Oh, isn't that lovely? Yeah. I don't recall that. From the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. <laughs> you're okay, Joe. You're okay. <laughs> we talked to the doctors. They said you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for uh, Reverend Tim Christopher. And in the meantime, I'll tell you that uh, I, Joe, and crew, my wife and I moved away from Liberal Lakes of Minnesota two years ago and live in the Fort Myers area. We often go to the various Doc Fords locations around here. We recently were at the Sanibel location, and at the bar sat Randy Wayne White himself and his wife. Nice. I went to say hello to him and explain where I was from, and he mentioned you. It was no surprise to me that he is a big fan of yours and a listener of the Garage Logic podcast. We love listening to you guys. Good luck, Ron. Thanks, cool. Ron. Very cool. Down in Florida. Is the Reverend with us? Reverend's on the line, sir. There's only one reason, sir, that we've asked you to join us today. We have a terribly, terribly important question. What the hell's wrong with the Vikings? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hi, Rev. Hey, I told you guys about the Vikings a long time ago. You didn't listen on that either. I know. Just like, I know. Just, just we like know, the Rev. not listening to me when I tell them to stop being stupid and crazy. That's right. <laughs> so, so nobody wants to listen to Nobody wants to listen to the truth. Okay, I'm done. I'm done, Joe. No, wait a second. No, we Hold need on. you. Did you vote? Hold on. Tim, did you vote yet today? No, my my sons vote. I don't. I I, I can't vote there. What? Yeah. My my sons. My both my sons will be voting. Oh, you don't live in Minneapolis proper? No. Oh, I got I you. Not. All right. Your yeah, church yeah. is in Minneapolis, but not my you. Church, my church is in Minneapolis. Both my sons and my grandkids are in Minneapolis. So I have stake in Minneapolis. Yes, you do. Yeah. Uh, it is making national news, uh, the uh, ballot question calling for a replacement of the police department as we know it to be replaced by something as yet unknown is making national news. I'm, I, I know that you have significant and strong feelings about this, and I want you to share them with me. It, it's crazy, it's ludicrous, and they're nuts. Mm-hmm. Thank and, you. And, and, and it, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense in what they're doing and what they're trying to do. The, the agenda that they're trying to push right now has no no reason rhyme nothing in 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 any society. And look look, I, I'll say it again. 
Do we need some type of police reform? Yes, we do. Do we need the police? Oh, yes, we do. There was a city council or a city commissioner who just got carjacked. Right. After she said that she she would vote for the, the, the yes on two. And right. then she gets carjacked. That's right. <laughs> this is it's pathetic, man. These, these nuts, these fools. And then, if, and you know, I, I don't talk about Ilhan much. Y'all don't hear me say much about her. Right. But her rhetoric and what she's put out there is dangerous. Let me let me say that again. And people can get mad at me if they want to and be, well, you can't say that. You know, no, no, she's dangerous. Period. Well, I think she's abandoned the black constituents in her fifth congressional district. I think she's turned on them. She has. She 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 left here going to Washington with one thing in mind. Mm-hmm. Get rich. That's right. <laughs> get, get, I, I want to get as much money as I possibly can. I don't care about them people, and 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 people should be going after the DFL party for that mm-hmm. because she had no, she has no business being in that seat. She's only in that seat, and I will say it because nobody else will say it. I'll say it because she's a woman, she's a woman of color, and she's an immigrant. Right. She's not there because she knows what's going on with this here city, and she can do something for the city, for the county, for this state. That's not what she's there for. She's there so the DFL can sit there and say, we got one. That's, That's right. the only reason she's there. The Reverend is on fire yes, today. He is. Yes, he is. <laughs> so so they, can, they, can, they, can, they can play everybody else any way they want to. But that's the only reason that woman is sitting in that seat, and they will fight as hard as they can to keep her in that seat, so they can run around with, with have, have have they 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 colored people, they have their people of color, and having their black people up front when they need them. You think Melissa Hortman really can't? No, anyway, yeah, I'll get started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, are you on pins and needles today? Do you think this? Uh, you think the yes votes will will win? I'm hoping not. No, me too. I'm hoping not. I, I just came from down there. I was mauling around the, 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 the polling places because I wanted to see if the black people were going to show up or not. Right. I wanted to see if they're finally going to put their feet and their vote to where their mouths are. Yep. Because the only thing I ever hear from them all the time is what we're going to do, what we need to do. We need to do this here. This needs to be done. Well, today is the day. And if they don't show up, then, then everything that happens to them from this point on, they de- they deserve it. Yes, sir. They deserve everything that happens because I put people out in front. I push people. We we got. I wish you guys would have had Clinton Connors on your show, the, the guy who's going for uh, for mayor. Yep. He th- this guy has has what it takes. I, I, I believe in it. I don't. I don't. I don't get behind no one unless I sat down and talked to them. I understand where they're going. They understand what what needs to be done. This guy is the guy. But you know what? Watch. The problem is that we're having with Ward Four, for example. Right. There's just too many people out there now mm-hmm. that they're just they're they're, they're going to dilute the, the whole vote to where we're going to get the same nuts back in here again. And if that happens, we're in trouble. We're, we're, we're in trouble. Let's we're in ch- trouble. Let's chat again this week, pending the outcome of what happens today. 
Sounds like a deal. All right. I, I want to uh, talk to Tim later this week. Yeah. Uh, and Tim, just because you were nice enough to come on, I will give you this. Come on here. I just played it in queue. Here we go. Go! 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 <laughs> got a freebie, bro. Uh, all right. Thank you, Tim. I, Thanks, I, before before Tim goes, yeah. I don't know if he knows, this is John, the news guy, Tim. I'm I'm also an avid Packer fan. And I can also so shut I, your I, mic off whenever I, I want. I, just, I want you to know avid. we're not all Viking fans here, okay? <laughs> Well, I appreciate you. I, I, I appreciate that. that, that that's awesome. Yeah. To know that we, we, you got one smart one sitting over there. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Rev. Hurtful. Thank Hurtful. you, sir. <laughs> yeah, you go laugh somewhere else, buddy. Right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, I've developed well, a, I've developed a, a, a statement on the Garage Logic Service Road of Life. Oh. Uh, and I think we need to, I think I need to say it. Uh, there are five cities in the country where there are uh, ballot questions similar to the Minneapolis question regarding police. Uh, Portland, Albany, New York, Cleveland, Austin, Texas, and Minneapolis. Did I get them all? I think. I think so. The salon has attracted... The salon is attractive to an active activist ideology that believes that does not believe in crime that what we call crime they would believe is behavior born of necessity that's how that's how far gone they've become uh, it's a way they can mistakenly tout their own virtues but really what it is is disingenuousness and condescension. They believe a child, I can call a teenager a child, who car, three carjackings in 90 minutes in Minneapolis uh, last oh, night. a new record. They believe that that uh, young fellow is stealing the car born of necessity, that it is not a criminal act. And I'm, I'm just putting that out there. That's what we're dealing with. You're dealing with a culture of... Uh, What's the word I want? Elected activists. Who are enabling, that's the word I want, they are enabling what we call crime. They are enabling it as behavior born of their own circumstances and necessity. Wow. You that's, are right. That, that's my, that, yeah. I've been working on that one on the Garage Logic Service Road of Life. That's what we're really dealing with. I mentioned this to you before the show. I, I, honest to God, think that they should have allowed the entire state of Minnesota to vote on this because this this ballot question is going to affect the entire state. Well, you'll get uh, people in outstate Minnesota who, uh, for example, I got a couple of emails content, uh, contesting what I said yesterday, that Minneapolis is the economic engine of the state. And they say, no, we're just as valid of an economic driver, uh, you know, on our farms and what have you, uh, that, the, uh, that the city of Minneapolis is. But didn't you mean it from, from a tax point of view? Yes. Yeah. Which is just, that's true, because there's so many more people that live in this area. Than... The perception I'm getting out here is the only people that care are the people that have loved ones um, there. Yeah. Um, and, and good friends. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of... You know, they they get what they deserve, or what whatever that phrase is. Um, 
and, and, you know, let what happens happens, and we don't care and screw them. I'm not going back, except for, like, our mutual friend. He's got a son in South Minneapolis. I've got a son there. Everybody with relatives um, is concerned, and even people with relatives in the outskirts, because now they're seeing what we're seeing. The crime is bounced out of the first ring suburbs and out into the second, third, and fourth. You know, you're seeing this crime wave expand. So people are concerned. We GLers are left to call a crime a crime. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We, I don't care about your skin color. You're, yeah. if, you're, if you commit a crime, you've committed a crime. Well, because the principle in GL is when something like that happens, we don't, it's not the gun's fault. It's the behavior of the person that held the gun. Mm-hmm. But, it, but the thing that other people aren't really, I think, grasping is this has already started to trickle out to the first ring suburbs. Your, your Hopkins, your St. Louis Parks, Brook, both Brooklyn Park and Brooklyn Center are seeing you know increase in crime. If you don't think that that's going to now trickle even more uh, outside of the metro, you're kidding yourself. Well, just to conclude the thought on downtown Minneapolis being important in terms of an economic uh, situation, there's two, there's two uh, problems at work now in Minneapolis. One, during the year of COVID, which coincided with the year of the George Floyd unrest, we all discovered how easy it was to not even go to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and so... They need, you need leadership that can overcome that. But then if that's compounded by the, uh, this charter amendment passing today, uh, I, I can't imagine that Minneapolis can essentially recover from that, uh, at least in the short term. I, I don't see how Minneapolis could recover from that, from the double whammy of we've all learned how easy it is to not bother to even go to downtown Minneapolis anymore we all our lives survived without that uh but if you add to that now the ease with which we've been able to distance ourselves from minneapolis if you add to that the fact that they are going to uh, essentially reinvent a, a policing uh i i don't see a, a great uh, future Here, in the short term i looked this up yesterday and I, I it's worth bringing up right now based on that do you know that the twins granted they had some covid limitations and things like that but the Help me, John. When did they open her up? Was it June 1st? No, June, July, I think. Or July 1st. Fully, fully July. Yeah. But they had their lowest attendance since the year 2000 when the Twins had the worst record in baseball and played in the dump of a Metrodome. Yeah, but you do have to take into account they lost April, May, and June. No, they were still allowing fans in. Right, no, but not... not, not we're not, talking their record. Right, but I guess the, just, it's, it it's about perspective, you know? Right. Yeah. No, uh, I, my, thing, I, my sympathies are with these professional sports teams. You, you're going to lose being one of those metropolitan areas in the country that have all four. Yeah, A-Rod and Mark Lowry are going to move them to that made-up town. I could. Wolves. <laughs> the one thing that I failed to mention, and it always seems to be an us versus them when it comes to the city and the country, uh, the one collective thing we all have in common is the uh, exasperation with the sentencing guidelines. Mm-hmm. And we discussed this a few, maybe a month or so ago, and I printed them out and I have them here. And it's so complicated and convoluted and stupid. It's the fact, uh, the fact that people, felons in some cases, are walking around scot-free committing crimes 
when they shouldn't be. And that's a statewide issue where uh, the meth head that just got arrested this morning also spent uh, two nights ago in Douglas County and uh, the night before that locked up in Grant County. And this is going on all over the state everywhere where we're all dealing with these career criminals who just routinely get locked up and all the county sheriffs and deputies know them all by name and they get locked up daily and let go daily. You know, that's the frustration we all collectively feel Would you together stop playing with as your head? Joe works on finding <laughs> that wing that's sticking out. That does look weird. It's just, I don't like this TV thing. I know you don't. Well, be careful where you but work. Yeah, but wouldn't you agree with me? Yes, I, absolutely. I, I, this it, idea that these aren't crimes, these are behaviors born of necessity, A, is BS, but B is seeping through the judicial system. And it's completely yeah. ruining this country. Yeah, and, and we blame judges, and there's a good chance the judges are just following, in a lot of cases, the sentencing guidelines, and we need to start there. Which you know? are created yeah. legislatively. Yeah, which yeah. starts today well, at it, the ballot. Go ahead, John. The, pr the prosecutors also are telling the judges, well, we think you should give him mm -hmm. nine months, not the three years that mm -hmm. is prescribed by law. Right. So. Mm -hmm. And then we have the guy in St. Paul who just admittedly throws in the towel. He's just not going to prosecute certain crimes. Right. Yep. John Choi. By the way, did yep. you, speaking of the Vikings, somebody sent this to me. Did you guys see that somebody updated Mike Zimmer's uh, Wikipedia page? No. Because uh, it's so, you know, the rundown in the bio. Sure. He previously coached for the Cincinnati Bengals, the Dallas Cowboys. He will spend the 2022 season flipping burgers at a Minneapolis McDonald's because he cannot oh, coach God. to save his life. Right. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> well, you're returning to work. Uh, be careful where. Uh, maybe you would like to make a decision to work where it's easier to work. That would be center point of Mendota Heights Commercial Office Park. It's an eight-building campus on rolling park-like land with trees and biking trails and walking trails and great outdoor lunch spots when the, when the weather cooperates. Uh, easy access to the airport and uh, easy access to major highways, 55, 62, 494, 35. Free parking right out in front. They're all single story, so there's no elevator hassles. You get your own restroom, of course. Each office space is customizable, so you get exactly what you want. I-Wave air purification system in the buildings. And uh, as I said, patio space available for uh, gorgeous days, uh, many of which are behind us, unfortunately, but we can always look forward to next spring. Check this out. I've, I've done it. It's, a, it's really a nifty location. Escape to Mendota, one word, escapetomendota.com. Hey, GLers, if you're looking to improve the water quality in your home, then trust my friends at Hofferman Water. They are your local independent water treatment dealer, and they've been serving Minnesotans for nearly 50 years, and they understand the unique problems that Minnesota water brings. They are also an independent and authorized Connecticut dealer, so whether you're looking to soften, filter, or you just want your water to taste better, they will help make your water worry-free. I'm a prime example. I went with the Connecticut system a couple of years ago. I have the S. 
650 system inside my home. It made an absolute world of difference. It improved everything. Your 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 dishes, your your laundry, your showers, everything inside your home gets better with Kinetico and my friends at Hofferman Water. If you already have a water treatment system in your home, well, they can help you with service and repairs. They specialize in Kinetico products, but service many other major brands too. They can also help with salt delivery, filter changes, parts, repairs, and more. Give them a shout today. You can call them at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate, or just check them out online at hoffermanwater.com. And please let them know that Garage Logic sent you. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Uh, I'm not surprised at my own incompetence. That's, you know, all day, every day I have to deal with myself. I am a bit surprised by the three to four guys I work with and their incompetence. And all of you GLers, you you, you all let me down. Uh, Professionalturf.com, they're not looking for seasonal workers to move snow this, this year. They're looking for, I don't know, what should we call them? Space management engineers, sure. right? Yeah. That's what yeah. we'd call it. How come you guys in GLers, I've been doing this for two weeks. Nobody let me know. I forgot. That's not, That's normal. I'm a dingbat. But that's what Professional Turf is looking for this year. It's professionalturf.com. Get on the website. Uh, get into the contact us area and send them your info. Laid off workers like lawn care employees, construction people, uh, people with know-how that don't mind a big job that can sit in that truck and uh, plow some snow, do some space management for hours on end if needed, not intimidated by the size or scope of the, your potential workday. It's a great opportunity. Your downtime turns into extra money. And uh, here's what I like. They're adding to their full-time staff for 2022. This is a good company to work for. I've met these employees, these hose draggers, these guys that do our lawns. They're all happy people. They do all right for themselves. Full benefits. Log on to professionalturf.com. Click on Contact Us. Send your info to Professional Turf. Again, professionalturf.com. Thank you. The hyperbole surrounding and coming out of the... uh so-called climate summit in Glasgow, Scotland, which I think is now concluded. Uh, to me, it's representative or indicative of madness, uh, a, a mass hist- insanity. I, yeah. I really believe that. And they know, they know what they're doing. Uh, uh, they know they're selling it with this hyperbole because they're desperate. World leaders turn up. The, this is the always uh, reliable Seth Borenstein from the AP. Uh, world leaders turned up the heat and resorted to end-of-the-world rhetoric Monday in yeah. an attempt to bring new urgency to sputtering international climate negotiations. The metaphors were dramatic and mixed at the start of the talks known as COP26. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson described global warming as a doomsday device strapped to humanity. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres told his colleagues that humans are digging their own graves. In Barbados, Prime Minister Mia Motley, speaking for vulnerable island nations, added moral thunder warnings, added moral thunder, warning leaders not to allow the path of greed and selfishness to sow the seeds of our common destruction. Uh, Amid the speeches, Indian Prime Minister Naranda Modi said his coal-dependent country will aim to stop 
uh, adding greenhouse gases to the atmosphere by 2070. So the rest of us, we're, we're given 10 years. Mm-hmm. India gets 50. <laughs> yeah. India gets huh. 50. Is that like a time zone China's thing? not participating. Russia's not participating. Okay. Uh, but we, uh, we have, if we don't do anything within 10 years, uh, we're, we're all going to melt and die. And, uh, but India gets to 2070. Minneapolis might not let, make it that long. Uh, it, it's, uh, just, so, it's just... I wasn't... Uh, sorry, I wasn't able to join you yesterday. Did you talk about the map where uh, the Rocky Mountains are underwater? Have I didn't see, see that, that one. No! Come yeah. on! <laughs> no, guys. The whole West Coast, including... The Rocky Mountains are underwater, so this. if if you want uh, if you want to buy very ex, very uh, potentially expensive uh, seaside <laughs> land, I think Dakotas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, North, South, Eastern Montana, <laughs> Eastern Wyoming. Whoa, you'll Start be sitting investing pretty. now, yeah, yeah, you'll be sitting pretty. Well, we've been sold this. <laughs> Did you find it, Chris? <laughs> Isn't I that gotta, funny? I gotta post this. We, yeah, we we've been sold insane. this BS now going on well, about thirty years. And yep. we'll continue to be sold. It's, uh, it's Seth Bornstein has another piece uh, in the Pioneer Press. Fires raged, rivers flooded, ice melted, droughts baked, storms brewed, temperatures soared, and people died. Climate change in 2021 reshaped life on the planet Earth. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm sorry. World leaders are gathering in Scotland to try to accelerate the fight to curb climate change. So far, it's not working. As the world keeps getting hotter. No, it's not. And it's weather more extreme. No, but people are in harm's way more than they've ever been before. Uh, There have been deadly floods in Belgium, Germany, China, and Tennessee, where apparently there's never previously been a flood. Fire blazed uh, in parts of the U.S. West, Greece, and even the Arctic. Fires in California have been common to that geography for 10,000 years. On this uh, map that Kenny was talking about, by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, the Great Lakes just essentially become one great lake through the middle of the country. (laughs) She's a big one. Kenny, Iowa, northern Iowa, boy, you can get some nice oceanside uh, property there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A report from AIR Worldwide, a global risk modeling firm, estimates that now each year extreme weather is costing $320 billion around the world with only about a third of it insured. Well, in other words, a way you could look at that is that uh, uh, what you believe to be climate change is good for the economy. It's good for the construction industry. Because that's $320 billion because people live in places where there's danger. I got a question uh, yeah. about the logistics of the old water map here. Um, yeah. So who, who, who's creating this? I guess I don't know. This was retweeted by a guy that has 63 followers, so I'm going to well, guess it wasn't uh, him. I don't follow. I don't <laughs> think that should even be discussed then. <laughs> no, it's oh, just, it's it's, just it's, funny. It's but, funny. But it's some anonymous fruitcake. But there are people <laughs> that believe it, Joe. This thing has yeah. 250,000 likes. Yeah, but here's, here's, I guess, what I'm trying to get at. So hold up. Wait, Wait a, a minute. minute. Something, Something ain't, ain't right. right. So you mean to tell me, check this out. Check this out. You mean to tell me the Rocky Mountains are going to be underwater, mm-hmm. but a place like Iowa, which is as flat as can be, mm-hmm. that that's good. That'll be okay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Arkansas is toast, by the way. So This country is going to become pretty good for water skiing. Oh, yeah. You can water ski to <laughs> Omaha and back. Would Lake City have to drop the water skiing capital of the world? Probably. Oh, boy. I mean, really, Joe, I, the guy with 63 followers has just as much credibility in my mind as the uh, climate plea, yeah, there's no point. more time. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in my mind, it's the same credibility factor. This is a madness to me, and it's a... Uh, 
a, a desperate uh, and greedy attempt by the world's elites to cement their positions on earth and to remain wealthy as they all got back in their private jets and flew to their mansions. Uh, this has nothing to do with the temperature of the earth. This has nothing to do with a flood or a hurricane. This has nothing to do with any of that. This is a complete reordering of, well, you heard Prince Charles. We need a military-style takeover of the, yep. uh, of the climate. Well, did I have an email on that? Let me see if I did. Uh, John, by the way, your Dakotas are in a lot of trouble here. Uh-oh. Yeah. They're going under? Basically, half of South Dakota is wiped out, so they might just have to rename it Dakota. <laughs> uh, Patrick uh, in Anchorage, Alaska writes, Hail the Flashlight King. Hail, Hail you. On yesterday's show, you played a clip of Prince Charles stating we needed a military-style response to climate change. This phrase has been tossed around before by those wishing to see dramatic changes in short order. Democrats want a military-style response to the Green New Deal or COVID. The military achieves these things because, A, the chain of command is strict and orders are followed largely without question. Troops do what they are told, even if it doesn't always make sense. Those who wish to transform the world economy in the guise of climate change would love nothing more than for populations to follow their orders without protest. B, when tasked with an objective, the military is focused solely in that objective. It, if it means picking up and moving thousands of personnel and materials, so be it, as long as the objective is met. Now, the optimist in me wants the phrase to be used ignorantly and at face value. It's a good PR tagline. Perhaps it really does come down to a marketing ploy. Climate change is a business. They just want the hysteria heightened so that they can justify their massive budgets and re-elections, each term coming with six-figure incomes from themselves and all their friends, or drive ticket sales at Climate Change Arena. There should be a new version of Hanlon's Razor. Call it Bezos' razor. Never assume sole ideological motive when proportional money is at stake. Pushing back from inside the failed academy, Patrick uh, Gooden from Anchorage, Alaska. So, ladies and gentlemen, my plea today is for countries to come together to create the environment that enables every sector of industry to take the action required. We know this will take trillions, not billions of dollars. We also know that countries, many of whom are burdened by growing levels of debt, simply cannot afford to go green. Here we need a vast military-style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. With trillions at its disposal, far beyond global GDP, and with the greatest respect, beyond even the governments of the world's leaders, it offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition. I still wonder who the his is. Yeah, I didn't. I, I was trying to listen for it. With this trillions time. at his, I thought at maybe his he said disposal. its disposal, but he clearly said his. With trillions at his disposal, who's the his? Hmm. I don't know if he was referencing a specific country that wasn't participating. Is it Al Gore or uh, our other guy? Uh, Who's uh, John Kerry fighting and uh, duking it out with? We don't need to hear Kerry. You don't want to hear him no, again I don't today. Want to okay. hear Kerry. Uh, so you said something <laughs> just off the cuff, Such, that caught my ear. The always available Seth Borenstein, and right. you uh, cited a couple of pieces, and I started thinking, well, how does some just dingling reporter uh, benefit from um, reporting climate change stuff? Well, as it turns out, that is his sole duty: is mm -hmm. reporting 
climate change. His biography as he covers science on a national and international basis. Reporting to New York headquarters, writing Enterprise and Breaking Science Stories, responsible for coverage in three science journals. Here's what he covers. Climate change, Mm -hmm. disasters, BP oil spill, Mm -hmm. NASA, NOAA, astronomy, earth sciences, and it goes on and on and on. So Mm -hmm. Seth uh, is is profiting from climate change Mm -hmm. by writing about climate change. But it all suggests to me a a, a madness, an insanity. It really does. This... Wait this false belief that man, humans, people, can you, you, you can't make a snowflake. You can't make a drop of rain. You can't make it windy. Is it, is it madness or is it brilliance because they're making money from it? But it will be madness for those of us who will be impoverished by it. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely spreading the madness. Yeah, this has nothing to do with fixing anything because that's an impossible task right it's an impossible task and what needs fixing i mean i'm I'm sorry people lost their homes in those california wildfires but i don't think enough time has been spent on worrying about preventing those kinds of fires think about it if the rest of the world save for russia china in India, mm-hmm. the rest of the world did everything they could possibly do. It's completely negated by Russia, China, and India, correct? It's negated by a couple of volcanoes spewing. <laughs> spewing. <laughs> oh my God, it's, it's so much more easier. You're right. It's negated by something from outer space hitting the earth. Well, Kenny, isn't it when, uh, when the volcano erupts? Uh, aren't you aren't you driving straight towards it? Wasn't that your theory? Yeah, I mean, when Yellowstone, when I hear tell that Yellowstone's going, hell, I'm not loading up anything. I'm just getting in and going. <laughs> I'm pouring fill up a tank of <laughs> I'm breaking the glass and smoking luckies. <laughs> oh, I'll smoke all the, the way there. Of, uh, boulders the size of Alfa Romeo Stelvios will be landing on my roof. <laughs> Believe me, Such, I'm smoking everything in sight all the way to ground zero. <laughs> I still got Iggy's pack of luckies in the garage behind you glass. You do. Break glass. Smoke Luckies. Mm-hmm. I mentioned Alfa Romeo Stelvio because those are in inventory at Schmel's Countryside, Volkswagen, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo in Maplewood at the southeast quadrant of Highway 36 and 61 in Maplewood. It's been there for more than 50 years. That's where I trade and deal and will continue to. I've owned Fiats, Volkswagens, and Alfa Romeos. And right now, 0% for up to 36 months on all new Volkswagens with the exception of the ID4. And uh, 0% for 72 months on Fiat models. 0% for up to 48 months on Alfa Romeo models, including that great Stelvio SUV. It's just really, really stylish. Very uh, uh, fantastic. I had one for a couple of winters. Uh, Check out the inventory at SchmelzVW.com, SchmelzAlfaRomeo.com, and SchmelzFiat.com. Hey, once again, we want to thank Andy and his crew at Kahuna Window Cleaning and Services for their partnership here in Garage Logic. You see, they take care of all the stuff around your house that you really hate doing. Window cleaning, gutter cleaning, pressure washing, roof washing. They even put up and take down and store your holiday lights. They service the entire metro area from North Branch to Norwood, Young America. Kahuna is also a veteran-owned company and honored to be recommended by Trust Vets. Check this out. Throughout November, they have a great special on gutter cleaning just for GLers. Cleaning your gutters is extremely important. It can prevent 
insect infestation, roof leaks, foundation damage, basement leaks, landscape damage, and more. Kahuna ensures that all the gunk is removed, downspouts are unclogged, and water is flowing freely. Right now, for GLers only, pricing for gutter cleaning packages start at just $124. This special will run only through the month of November. Head to kahunawindowcleaning.com to schedule a washing. Make sure you ask for the Garage Logic special. Kahunawindowcleaning.com. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Uh, DK Mags. I know, how's the ghost? Sun came up today. DK, DK Mags opened, opened at 10 a.m. Yeah. What time did the polls open? That's the most important Seven. question. Seven. I haven't yeah, voted yet. And I haven't voted yet. Vote early, vote th- often. Thankfully, <laughs> speaking of the polls, uh, DK Mags is having a sale. Uh, and it's a very big sale on some very popular firearms. It runs uh, until December 1st or until supplies run out. Listen to these firearms. Pretty popular. A Sig Sauer P365, Smith & Wesson. Now, you guys, you don't have to know what we're talking about. GLers do. Uh, Smith & Wesson 642J frame, Smith & Wesson 9mm, Smith & Wesson 380 Easy, a Glock 43X. Here's one. I don't even know what this is, but it's really hot. Stryborg SP9A3. I've got to look that one up. And any AR-15 in stock, including the premium ARs like the JP Enterprises and Springfield Victories, uh, Victors, all on sale. But here's the caveat, and for once, it's a good one. These firearms come with, uh, ding, 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 wait for it, a free box of ammo. They've got a pile set aside to pick from, limited amount. So get in there, pick out your firearm of choice on sale, get a free box of ammo with it. That's why I love these guys. They're so awesome. This is at both dkmags.com and montypond.com up in Monticello, two wonderful shops for GLers, for us, run by GLers, us. Thank you. Yesterday, the Star Tribune featured on its opinion pages a screed by a New York Times columnist decrying the leaf blower. It was a very trite piece, very predictable. <laughs> you get those once a year. But yeah. Kenny, you missed it. She yeah. said that, I that, love a, those. that a 30 minutes use of a, uh, a leaf Wait, blower. Can I, can I guess? Yeah. Can I guess? Yeah. More than all the air lo- airplanes in the air right now. More than a 6,500-pound Ford F-150 Raptor driving from Denver to Alaska. Uh, We don't know that. That is fantastic. It must be fun. It's got to be fun to sit around and dream that up, right? Which I contended should have made her happy. There's a hell of a lot more Ford M-150s than there are leaf blowers. Well, today there's another screed. We're we're instructed by a, a, a gal named Cynthia Allen of the Fort Worth Star Telegram that she uh, she's decrying the fact that supply chain problems uh, are good because we don't need to buy any of that stuff. No. <laughs> yeah, no. we don't need products. We don't need We, we should be minimalists, and, uh, and we don't need to worry about getting Christmas presents. We can do without all of that stuff. I'm, and, uh, so. I'm absolutely jealous because I've always found the funnest kind of writing is hyperbole writing. Mm-hmm. It's so fun because you can say anything. <laughs> she wants us to learn to live and be happy with less. All right. Uh-huh. Okay, Daniel Boone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I I'm not in total disagreement with her sentiment. I, I don't. Doesn't everybody every once in a while just look around and say to yourself, "I got too much stuff." 
Yeah, oh, constantly yeah. I do. I got all weekend. Stuff. All weekend. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so uh, I, I get that, but I, I don't, I would never uh, preach that. I would never say, uh, I would never say to my neighbor, you have too much stuff. <laughs> Someone might say that to you. Right. And, and so love- this is really a screed against a consumerist society made materially worse by the pandemic and the culture of spending promoted as a response. And so we get this long piece today that uh, we, uh, as Amanda Mall writes in The Atlantic, our government and media equated consumerism with citizenship, pleading with Americans to spend more money, to create jobs, to revitalize the economy, and to save the country. Okay. Yeah, lady, what's your point? Uh, <laughs> you, you don't really have, you have no more point than the, uh, the anti-leaf blower lady. The leaf blower, you know, it's fun for blowing leaves, uh, but I really, I enjoy it for cleaning off the deck of my uh, zero-turn mower Mm -hmm. and using it in the shop for the floor instead of a broom. Cobwebs, dust on the walls. Oh, my God, it's so fun. (laughs) Maybe that's her problem. She doesn't have one. She has no idea how fun it is. Uh, And we learned today... uh that a Minnesota government employee has filed a formal complaint against the state over being forced to identify as male or female. (laughs) The 39-year-old information technology specialist goes by the gender-neutral they. Well, you're nuts because you're not a they. You're one one being. You're you're not a multiple being. You're not a they. They is plural. You're not plural. So they won't pick boy or girl. Uh, what Kristen Britsky wants is a third option beyond female or male. She wants X, which became available on Minnesota driver's licenses beginning in June of 2018. We've had the ability to choose gender X for driver's licenses since 2018, but in order to be employed by the state of Minnesota, you have to be male or female, said Britsky. Uh, well, that's self-evident, Britsky. You either are male or female. Just like the radiator, just like the kid at, uh, What's the fancy school in Ohio that was put oh, off his feed by yes. the radiator repairman? Uh, oh, right. He said they were men, uh, and yet he's one that would deny gender. Well, he, what he noticed was a self-evident truth that cannot be denied. They were men, and he knew that. Oberlin. Was, Oberlin. Oberlin. So, so here's, uh, here's this, I presume, a woman, Kristen Britsky. There's a hey, picture hey, hey, of, hey, be careful. Well, I, she, the picture resembles a female. Okay, that's fair. Okay. We will allow that. <laughs> She's been active for years in advocating for those who don't identify as either male or female. <clears throat> she founded a statewide network called Minclusive. Oh, I, here's why I'm bringing this up. Here's why I'm bringing this up. Why are you bringing it up? I, I'm not paying you a nickel, honey. This, whatever the hell you are. Uh, if, this, if this costs me a dime, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't know what I'll do. I'll lose my cool. Wow. I'll lose my cool. Thanks, Daddy-O. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Potsy. <laughs> is she looking for money? With his hair like that, he's more of a Ralph Malf guy, isn't he? <laughs> I don't understand particularly uh, people like they, yeah. whoever she is. They. The motivation there. I mean, I get it if Attention, you're... Uh, isn't it? I don't know. 
I, I mean, I, I get it if you're a guy and you've transformed to a girl or vice versa. That I can stick with in my slow Swedish brain. It, it, I, 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 can, I can dig it. I, I get that. But it's this middle ground that is just so... Precious. I, I just don't get it. I'm a they. No, you're not. You, you are denying <laughs> an essential truth of the human condition. That essential truth being it is self-evident that you are either male or female. You are not a multiple person. You are not plural. You are yeah. one or the other. I'm willing to roll with whatever people come up with, except I don't get the both thing unless that's what God did to you in the womb. Well, when, I don't get, I get I, I'm with Kenny. I don't, you do what you want to do. That's fine with me, but don't expect me to call so you they. That, that brings me to what are your motivations here? Are, do you truly believe this in your heart? Or are you just being a pain in the ass? For the sake of being a pain in the ass. Well, the motivation is to uh, provide some means to uh, allow gender choice for government workers. But what difference does that make? In it doesn't to you run? and me, uh, but it does to Kristen, uh, who presumably has X on her or his. I don't know what this person is. It, to me, it's self-evident that look, she, the, the reverse, what is that? picture. Does that appear to be a female? It appears to be a female. All right. Uh, that black and white uh, fic picture in the story you printed over the story you printed before, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are people... <laughs> this is out of my realm. Well, here's what I love about, about it. this. Well, wait a minute. No, Let me try to get this I out. Can, I mean, no, 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 stop. The realm okay. that we can discuss is the absurdity of suing to deny a self-evident truth. But, and I don't want I'm, it to cost me a nickel. I'm trying to get to ground zero. Is it self-loathing? I mean, I, I'm no big fan of Kenny, uh, but uh, I, I, de dealing dealing with the cards that were dealt me uh, out of the womb, and just trying to learn to live with myself, and you know, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, I, I got a got a big gut, got a you know C cup, doing all that. <laughs> Got got a big fat giant sergeant snorkel head, gray hair. Yep. <laughs> I'm not I'm not really that proud of it, but that's you know right. that's the cards that were dealt me, so I'm gonna play them. I got this shock of hair sticking out that I can't fix. I mean, it, it's, it's, got the wrong so side. Is, is that what it is, Joe? I, is that I, what I'm it is? They just no. I'm not, I'm they, they I'm unprepared to say that about this person. I have no idea. But I, I'm just wondering about the origins of this. They're not. They can't deal with the self-loathing. I guess that. The rest of us have somehow come to terms with, except Chris, because Chris, we all know how awesome you oh, are. God, I'm incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Thank it's you. absurd to to. Well, in fact, is is this person filing a lawsuit or just a complaint? It was a formal complaint. I and just and wish I would I imagine, I would imagine this person will succeed. I would imagine the government will see the wisdom in uh, saying, well, well, what the hell, if you want to be working in the Human Rights Department and you're called it or, you know, whatever these pronouns are, we, we accept that. I think this person will prevail because that's where we're headed. It's a surreal discussion. You know what? I think I'm now going to identify as awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? During the Krabby Show today, we had a brief conversation. Well, we talked about music the whole time. But we talked about in the 80s when I thought I was a Grateful Dead uh, fan. And I was trying to find myself musically. I thought there was a genre of music that I had to enjoy. And I was trying kind of everything out. And what I finally discovered when I grew up is... I like all sorts of different kind of music, and none of them, none of them really. Some of them don't go together at all. Is that what this is on a sexuality basis? I have no They're idea. Still, yeah, I don't either. I have no idea. That's a poor analogy, I guess. I, I limit my observations to: I refuse to deny what I see to be true with my own eyes. There, that's right. Plus, there's a whole science deal involved too. Yeah, we're not allowed to do science. Oh. <laughs> Well, We're not allowed to do math. You know. Math or science. I deleted that email before reading it. Let's, let's uh, take a little time Really quick. And, uh, uh, John, because uh, I didn't know if you were going to have this in your news, uh, but yeah. it's kind of breaking all over the place here. And I, yeah, I can only find one source for it. But if you, if you find it, uh, but apparently uh, Wisconsin's Racine County is claiming mm-hmm. now that they have found 23,000 voters with the same phone number. And 4,000 <laughs> voters that were registered on 1-1 of 1918. So what, I, uh, what's your source for that? Uh, yeah. I'm trying uh, to find out who this guy is. It better not be Twitter. We better fact check this. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying I want to see if it's, if it's real or not, because there's a ton of people that are putting this out there. That sounds like BS to okay, me. You're, uh, you're going to be roundly criticized that's on fine. Facebook just for even bringing it up. <laughs> What's that thing on Channel 11, Joe, that does the fact-checking? Verify. Verify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The we only reason verify, I verify even that. brought it up is it's being sent to us by a lot of people. That's why I mentioned well, it. Well, uh, sh- they should know by now that the mayor uh, uh, is predisposed to not believe Twitter without multiple right. verifications right. of stories. But that's why I'm putting my man well, that's right fine. On Let John go to the Google, Yep, and we'll be back shortly. Okay. Hey, GLers, it's Reavers here with a couple of questions for you. Are you noticing a decrease in the following? Maybe strength, endurance, enjoyment of life, libido, or maybe it's just a lack of energy. Are you tired of feeling exhausted even after you eat dinner? I've got an answer for you. You need to call my friends at Everest Men's Health. From signs of low testosterone to other deficiencies, they examine every single area important to a man's overall health. And that allows them to develop an easy-to-follow plan that will ensure your success. It does not matter where you fall on the spectrum of men's health. The time is right now to come into Everest Men's Health and take the first steps toward realizing your best health possible. The great thing about Everest is their medical specialists look at the entire picture and they figure out what is causing these changes to you. They start with a full medical evaluation to check testosterone levels, important vitamin levels, blood levels, and overall body composition. And once they identify the deficiencies, such as low T or vitamin deficiencies, they create a personalized lifestyle program that can include testosterone, testosterone replacement, medication management, vitamin and natural supplementation, and exercise prescription and nutritional guidance. Trust me, Everest is fantastic, and they provide a comfortable environment that is not intimidating like other medical clinics. They specialize in men's health, and they can be your doctor for all your health needs, and they will refer you to a specialist if needed. It's a wonderful environment and fantastic people. Go online right now to EverestMensHealth.com, and you can call today to schedule your $50 testosterone test at any one of their three locations in Woodbury, Plymouth, and now in Egan, and please let them know that you heard about him on the Garage Logic podcast. Truth, justice, and the Souteray. 
I ask all three of them off the air, hey guys, anybody here got a seafoam story? Nobody's got a seafoam story. And the reason why we don't have a seafoam story is we use seafoam. <laughs> it's that simple. Uh, it's a wonderful product in the world of bad gas. And all right, okay, I do have a brief seafoam story. Uh, cousin drove his lawnmower over to a store it in the shed over the winter. And out of the blue goes, you got any seafoam? Should I be pouring seafoam into this piece of ass? And I said, well, <laughs> by, by, by golly, I do have some seafoam, and thanks for reminding you, uh, me. And we both uh, added a gulp or two right to our gas tank, and that's where it's at. So we know come uh, spring, if it ever happens, and if global warming doesn't take over, at least we know uh, his piece of ass and my wonderful zero turn will both fire on the first turn of the key. Uh, and if you're like me, you've got a lot of junk that you just put away. You abuse and put away wet ATVs, side-by-sides, weed whippers, leaf blowers. Oh, the evil leaf blowers. All of them love seafoam. Run them hard, put them away wet. Never worry about them because you used a couple of gulps of seafoam. Uh, and the same holds true for uh, deep creep. We did our own on-air deep creep test last week. That was cool. Yeah. Wonderful, yeah. Uh, Do it again. So, is it holding up? Yeah, it's still, the door still isn't yeah. squeaking, so we're pretty happy with it. A wide range of seafoam products made to keep us, our vehicles, and our cylinders happy. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam. John Height. Thank you, Joe. Oh, this by, the way, is, by the way, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, John. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, there is no uh, evidence whatsoever to uh, follow up on some shenanigans in Racine, Wisconsin. Got it. No evidence oh. whatsoever that would pass my muster. None. All we need is proof. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just give us proof. It sounds like a little far-fetched. Yes, John. News, news brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. Uh, before I get to the regular news, I just saw this online, and uh, it's, I don't know if I find it amusing or frightening or, or a little bit of both, perhaps, but uh, there are large groups of people uh, assembling in Dealey Plaza in Dallas, Texas. Mm. Uh, the, the reason, apparently all the QAnon folks on Twitter oh, no. uh, said the Kennedys will be making an announcement today. They'll be bringing JFK Jr. back. Really? And uh, he'll show up at Dealey Plaza, and then really? Donald Trump will be reinstated as president and JFK will be his vice president, and then Donald Trump You're will resign. Me. Donald Trump will resign, then JFK will become the president, and Michael Flynn, the general, the uh-huh. goofy, goofy uh-huh. general, uh-huh. Uh, he will he will be vice president. Who's so, reporting and, and, uh, If you go look, there's pictures of literally what, what hundreds. What site do I go to? Couple, Oh, any place on Twitter. Put Dealey Plaza in. It's trending on, on Twitter. You guys, you've got to quit relying on Twitter. It's, it's not, pathetic. It, there's, Joe, Joe, there's pictures. Joe, pictures. Joe, huh? I've been hearing this for about eight months. Well, yeah, that he's coming back, but apparently they I got think you. I'm sure. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Thank you. I got you. Yeah. You saw me looking for it, didn't you? I did. can't take it. I just can't take it. Junior is alive and well. And yeah, apparently. John, how many be, people yeah. would you uh, guesstimate that this crowd is, roughly? I would uh, say maybe 200 at this point. Oh, my God. I know, I I, now I need one. <laughs> so, anyway. I, like I, like I said, I, just I don't doomed. know if I find this amusing or frightening, but probably both. I'll go with both. We are just uh, doomed. 
Uh, now to uh, news. Uh, Tuesday, today, is election day. Polls are open 7 to 8 for those planning to vote. That's 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Lots of items on the ballot today. We already talked about the biggest one in Minneapolis, where voters are deciding whether or not to replace the police department with the Department of Public Safety. Uh, some other contests around the country of interest. In Virginia, they're voting for governor in a contest that looks very, very close. Terry McAuliffe is the candidate for the Democrats. Glenn Youngkin running for the Republicans. It's looked at as an important race nationally for a couple of reasons, a show of whether or not President Biden is bringing down the Democratic Party, and a show of whether or not a Republican candidate, Youngkin, can win without courting approval from former President Trump. The former president did endorse Youngkin yesterday, blaming what he called the, quote, fake media and perverts for distorting their relationship. Here's the front... Hello? Right there, boss. <laughs> Here's the front Furball. page of the Dallas Morning News as we speak. There's not one word about anybody gathering in Dealey Plaza. Okay. Well, go look at the pictures. That's but all I'm telling you. Bringing up Dealey Plaza uh, gives me the opportunity to... Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, Kenny. Uh, uh, Kenny, anything that you would randomly like to throw out on Twitter as long as we're doing the show today? You know what? I throw out a bunch of nonsense on a daily basis oh. <laughs> just by mistake. Uh, I don't want to do it on purpose. Meanwhile, uh, national conservative groups are pouring money into an unlikely area. Local school board races hoping to capitalize on frustration over pandemic-related closures, mask mandates, and culture wars. Big players have gotten involved, including some big GOP donors, prominent Republican office holders, and former Vice President Mike Pence, who's urging attendees of an Ohio rally last weekend to vote for conservative school board candidates. Uh, speaking of public safety, which we did earlier in that police story, a police in Minneapolis say six carjacking attempts, three of which resulted in stolen vehicles, reported in just over 90 minutes Monday night. As of late last week, carjackings were up 38% this year in Minneapolis. Uh, that was before six more were reported in that span uh, Friday night and the total of 16 over the weekend. The carjackings last night reported in relatively close proximity to one another. Ladavion Garrett Jr., who was 10 years old when he was shot in the head this April, made a huge step in his road to recovery on Monday. Friends of Ladavion's family confirmed that he has been released from the hospital. He was riding in a car the afternoon of April 30th when several bullets hit the vehicle near North 34th and Morgan Avenues to Minneapolis. Ladavion was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Police say medics saved his life. Ladavion was the first of three children who were shot in as many weeks this spring in Minneapolis. Trinity Addison Smith, nine years old, and Ania Allen, six, both died from their injuries. Two suspects, uh, excuse me, no suspects have been arrested in any of those shootings. A $180,000 reward has been offered for info that leads to the arrests of the shooters in those cases. Meanwhile, police have arrested an 18-year-old who's already charged in the death of a 12-year-old in Minneapolis two months mm, ago. Jesus. Minneapolis police said Monday that Jeremiah Marquise Grady turned himself in and was booked into the Hennepin County Jail. He's charged with two counts of second-degree murder and the fatal shooting of London Michael Bean and the attempted murder of a second juvenile. Uh, police had sought public help in locating Grady back in September. The department thanked Reverend Jerry McAfee and other community members who worked with Grady's mom to bring about the arrest. Uh, you might remember the shooting. It was at North Aldrich and 8th Avenues about 3.40 in the afternoon, September 8th. Uh, police were called there and they found Bean, provided immediate aid before the boy was taken to a hospital where he died a short time later. Apparently all of this stemming 
from some sort of altercation. Go back to the young uh, fellow Ladavion. Yes. What what is his life status? Is he uh, is he going to have a normal life? Do that uh, was that was not addressed uh, in the story, and I checked several other stories that had no all right no word. Is it on because that, of so. his age? Would that be a factor in why that hasn't been reported on? Uh, well, I, I just don't know how serious he was shot in the head, wasn't he? Right, correct. So yes, I, I'm just correct. wondering how serious. That's obviously always serious, but I I would say getting shot in the head. Yes, but he's home now. Yeah. All right. Yes. All right. Well, maybe that's maybe he's. When fine. do we start? By the way. Uh, with the polling numbers, when do those start becoming public? You know, updating where things tend to stand. Is that usually later in the day? Oh, on the election today? Correct. Yeah, later today. Okay. Because yeah. I was trying to find something yeah. right now on Twitter. University. Oh. <laughs> God. That one almost went right by me, Chris. Nice job. <laughs> he bites hard on that yes, hook, he doesn't he? <laughs> He's my favorite yeah. fish to catch. <laughs> University of Minnesota is offering free or reduced tuition to many Native American students attending its five campuses starting next fall. The cost waiver program had previously been offered only at the Morris campus. Now will be expanded to all five campuses to include Duluth, Rochester, Crookston, and the Twin Cities. Starting in fall 2022, incoming freshmen and tribal college transfer students who are enrolled members of one of Minnesota's 11 federally recognized tribal nations will be eligible for free or reduced tuition depending on their family income level. News organizations making a fresh plea to the judge overseeing the case of a former Brooklyn Center police officer charged with the death of Dante Wright, asking her to allow live video coverage of the trial because of the continuing threat of COVID-19 and the strong public interest. Judge Regina Chu ruled in August there'll be no recording or live streaming of Kim Potter's trial. The trial starts November 30th. Chu said the public and media would have ample space to view the trial in the courtroom or in designated overflow rooms. But a coalition of media organizations, including Hubbard Broadcasting, which owns uh, our affiliate KSTP-TV, asked the judge in filings to reconsider. Attorney Lena Walker wrote that COVID cases have spiked since August and may not abate before the trial. She said the resulting limitations to Access proceedings at the courthouse apparently will mean a total exclusion of the public and all but a few members of the media. Former Star Tribune business columnist and editor of the paper, Dick Youngblood, has died. Did you know Dick at all, Joe? Knew him well, yes. Oh. Youngblood, a longtime business columnist and editor for the Star Tribune, wrote up to three columns weekly from 1983 until his retirement in 1998. He then wrote a weekly freelance column until 2011. Uh, Youngblood died on October 23rd. He was 85 years old. His son, also a writer for the Tribune, he writes sports, Ken Kent. Youngblood, yeah, yeah. Yeah, said he also taught a journalism course at the University of St. Thomas. Kent said, I remember him grading stories with a black felt pen. He would really slash some of them. I remember thinking, I'm glad I'm not in his class. Star Tribune <laughs> noting that in the Coming 19th. Coming from his son. He was, a, he was a robustly enthusiastic newspaper man. Cool. Yeah. yeah. How long did you uh, work with him? Ten years. Okay. Yeah. Star Tribune noted that in the 1970s, Youngblood pioneered an annual special section about executive compensation. Uh, Dave Beal, the retired business editor of the St. Paul Pioneer Press, recalled that a lot of executives were not real happy with that uh, annual section of the paper. Really? Why? Well, because it showed how much they made. of it was Youngblood? <laughs> oh, I suppose. <laughs> I thought it was more like a feature. Hey, okay, I, 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 I get it. Yeah, I guess I get it now. Might be a tough travel time for holiday this year. Uh, Wall Street Journal reporting multiple airlines have sold more tickets than they can accommodate. 
Normal weather disruptions or temporary hiccups have cascaded into major meltdowns because of staffing shortages. Our Airlines guy that haven't... works at the airport, by the way, has uh, been handling some issues lately. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did, funny, and this is not planned. American Airlines is having problems. I have two people coming back at American Airlines who just texted me, and they're going to be a little late, but not too much. So uh, it looks like Ooh, it'll Johnny be okay. gets another free day for himself. <laughs> well, not the whole day. I just oh. want to go on record as saying American Airlines has always done Kenny right, hmm. and I thank God for American Airlines. Okay. All oh, right. Okay then. And my sister uh-huh. works there. Oh, I see. Can you also hear for American Airlines? (laughs) I have flown the world on American and have enjoyed every single flight. Well, they must be uh, back to normal. They had some problems this weekend, but it sounds like they're pretty much back to normal. Uh, Despite the problems, crowds are coming for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Domestic airline capacity measured in seats for sale will be close to pre-pandemic levels, according to the experts. Uh, This is not really how this is supposed to work out. A Florida educator... I shouldn't laugh. Busted for child abuse two days after being named Teacher of the Year. Oh, really? Busted for allegedly hitting a student who criticized her after she won the award. High school English teacher Carolyn (laughs) Mellon. I know, it's not funny. Okay, okay, so it's it's not the abuse in the traditional sense that we think of the awful, horrible, uh, parents are going to hunt them down and kill them kind of abuse, right? No, she belted this kid. She this kid, the kid yeah. mocked her yeah. for him or well, is it a guy? It's a her. They're both hers. The student and the <laughs> teacher. The kid mocked her and the teacher smacked her. Yep. <laughs> High school English teacher Carolyn <laughs> Melanie Lee was wow. proudly hailed for her achievement by the Duval County Public Schools last Wednesday. <laughs> uh, but then she was arrested Friday, accused of hitting a female pupil in the face and leaving her with a bloody nose. You got to give back the 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Lee allegedly demanded the pupil come to her office after she read a comment thread on the Instagram post that challenged her new award, saying she didn't deserve it. The pupil, who was not identified because she's a juvenile, was too terrified to go to Lee's office when the teacher called. But the teacher stormed into the classroom she was at and demanded she leave with her, the police report said. Once alone in Lee's classroom, the teacher shut the door, reached across the table, and struck her on the face with the heel of her palm. Wow. Lee then... Lee then repeatedly called her a bleeping B-word as she landed several more strikes on the top of her oh, head. She's not done. Wow. Teacher the of the year, huh? Yeah. I wonder who, I wonder who finished footage. in second place. I'd hate to find out. Attila <laughs> <laughs> the Hun. Surveillance. <laughs> Surveillance footage shows the girl holding her face as she went straight to the school's guidance counselor to report the alleged attack. Uh, for her part, the teacher said, uh, yeah, she was in the classroom, but she denied hitting the girl and, quote, could not explain the bloody nose, according to officers. Ah. So uh, you were a Catholic kid, right? Catholic school? That's right. You get knocked <laughs> upside the head a few times by the nun? Uh, no, but by uh, teachers Okay. In, in high school. Really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. I went uh, Catholic school, which no I, problems. Which I, uh, uh, w- that was fine for me. I did not want that to happen to my kids, and it did not. I, I'm not sure if I was hit by a teacher or not, but if I if I was, I'm pretty sure I deserved it. <laughs> I had so it coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have uh, we have lost a uh, legend here. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys follow jazz at all, but uh, Pat Martino, internationally yeah. beloved jazz guitarist, 
Pat Martino died after a long illness yesterday. He was 77, killer guitar player. Uh, so also a really cool story. Uh, the celebrated bopper inspired legions of players. He died in the South Philadelphia house that he grew up in. He had suffered from a respiratory disorder since 2018 that halted his playing. Now, what's cool is... Uh, in the, he started in the 60s. Yeah, it was yeah. really good, trend-setting, monster player. Uh, then in 1980, he had a uh, brain aneurysm. Hmm. Couldn't play guitar, had to reteach himself everything. Wow. And by the time he retired himself, he was just as good as no he kidding. was in the really? 1960s. No oh, kidding. yeah, it was, it was stunning. Uh, his, uh, uh, brain, did, he, yeah. did he read music? I'm sure. I, I don't so, know. So think about that process. He knew... What his fingers should be doing, consciously knew, but they wouldn't react, right? And he had to yeah, I would reteach assume, yeah. that connection between the brain exactly. and the fingers that's so automatic for so many. Interesting. Yeah, and he was the real deal. He was not, I mean, you know. Oh. He was the real deal. He was. I didn't know that. That's well, fascinating. Well, yeah, he uh, broke out age 22 in the 60s with an album called El Hombre. And, uh, well, he was huh. just, he was good. Was he Let's a Hispanic fellow? He was not. No, he was uh, actually. I believe he was Italian of, in background. What's his last uh, name? Martino. Martino. Like oh, Al Mar Martino. I thought you said Martinez. No, Pat Martino. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Philadelphia guy. Uh, seventy-seven, by the way. Uh, Pat Martino was seventy-seven. An auction house handling an estate sale for a recently deceased Indiana woman said a sealed copy of a nineteen eighty-eight video game is sold for eighty-eight thousand five hundred fifty dollars. What? The video game is Super Mario Brothers 2. The Herrett Group said workers going through Patricia Martin's Floyd Knobs home to find items to list for the estate sale discovered a box of Nintendo Entertainment System games in the back of a walk-in closet. Uh, they said at first glance it was a comforting wave of classic Nintendo nostalgia, all the classic Super Mario Brothers, Duck Hunt, and even an NES console. So we did what any child of the 1990s would do. We fired up the console, tested it. At second glance, it was something else entirely. The seemingly ordinary collection included an extraordinary unopened copy of Super Mario Bros. 2. You it ever play that one, Joe? What was the key there? What was the key? It was unopened. It was in the unopened. box. In the original yep. package. It had the yep. original yep. box. Yep. yep. And it was uh, given a 9.8 A-plus rating as far as its condition went, so the box wasn't crushed or anything. And a Florida businessman bought it for $88,550. Wow. Dollars. The only video game I ever played was a golf game where the, the player would hit the ball and it'd go, Oh, yeah, I used to play that yeah. one. And, uh, I, it that was Tiger very, Woods golf, wasn't, wasn't it? Very, no, this was way before that. Oh. It was, it was back, in the four, back in the 40s? Yeah, it was in the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. Back before the, the TV. I ever, <laughs> <laughs> only thing I ever played was a Pong. Yeah, I never played that. I was never a very good video game. Huh. Uh, Christopher Sacco. Thought he was fighting a large fish. He'd already lost it once, and he wasn't going to lose it again. When he finally reeled in the line, he realized he had the catch of the day, but it wasn't a fish. It was an abandoned gun. 35-year-old hmm. Sacco was fishing off the shore of Fort DeSoto Park before noon Saturday when he reeled in a Publix, that's the grocery store down there, plastic bag. Inside the bag was a black revolver with a rock secured to it by red and white twine. Sacco what, said, what state is this? Jersey, it's Florida. Gotta be in Florida. Oh, Florida. No, it's Florida. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, he said, uh, "You've got to be kidding me." To his friend, he looked at me like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Bro, I found a freaking gun." Sacco <laughs> called the Pinellas County Sheriff's <laughs> Office. I bet it was thrown in there by a criminal. 
Well, there yeah. you go. Well, I'm yeah. sure with the rocks uh, on it. Huh? Uh, yeah. The rock yeah. deal? Yeah. Uh, I think you're onto something I think so. There. so somebody are just accidentally dude. dropped it into the lake. With a rock. <laughs> with a rock. The officers took possession of the gun, placed it in property and evidence, according to a spokesperson for the sheriff's <laughs> office. The weapon was entered into the Florida Crime Information Center and the National Crime Information Center. Deputies also notified of the gun. Our not-so-fun guy award of the week, we'll give it out early this week, a Toronto man gave children an anti-vaccine postcard along with their Halloween candy, says he doesn't feel bad about doing it. Aaron Clifford said her 8-year-old got one. Aaron said it's a kid's holiday. There's no place for this. We wouldn't be sending out any kind of vaccine messages on Halloween, and you're sending it straight to my kids. CTV News Toronto spoke with a man who said he handed out postcards with all the candy he gave on Halloween, but said he didn't want to go on camera. He said he absolutely does not feel bad about handing them out because it's an important issue. He said he gave out about 30 of them. Patrick Bednarik's eight-year-old also received the postcard. Uh, Dad said he was a little disappointed. Uh, um. I, I I did not listen yesterday, and I apologize if you covered this, but I could see our own uh, Alistair Crowley uh, doing this with maybe global warming <laughs> cards or yeah, my taxes yeah. are too damn high. Right. Did you guys discuss what went on at the Sushira household Ooh, on yes, Sunday we night? Did. We, we, we did. did. Would you tell Kenny, uh, Joe, please, what you were wearing, what that outfit was? He, he sent me the picture, and he uh, and it re- I thought he was Alistair Crowley. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, a, uh, listen to what it was. It was a retired uh, priest vestment to be worn at funerals. Oh yikes! Yeah. Oh jeez. Well, now I'm <laughs> sorry. I have no idea how that ended up at our house, and now I would that like it's to, there, uh, it's freaking me out. I would uh, that like is to apologize weird. to yeah. the clergy for yeah. my reference to a, a Satan worshiper. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That uh, was. Uh, I'm just was glad a, you're in awful. that room, not in <laughs> was this room. Yeah. That was a, a gaffe, and I apologize to uh, men of the cloth everywhere. Reavers, how was your meatloaf last night? Fan. Grunhoffers. Yes. Town Ball or original? Original. Or? I had okay. the original All last right. night. Uh, this is the time of year for comfort food, and Grunhoffers has it, plus great meats for making soup, uh, the meatloafs, the burgers, the steaks, the brats, uh, and those meatloafs are the original, the Town Ball and the Minnesotan. And then since I had it last night, I am only down to four meatloafs. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, another warning will be issued. Maybe. Maybe Enhance shortly. Enhance your life enhance your upcoming tailgating party. Well, they only have 139 flavors of brats. That's it? Yeah, that's it. 139 and uh, all the comfort food in the world at the two Grunhoffers locations. The original, of course, is just north of Hugo on Highway 61. And the new Grunhoffers Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 97, uh, just east of Interstate 35 in Forest Lake and remember those great soup meats, the best soup meats in town, and uh, stuff's uh, gonna smell good in the kitchen come these cold days when you lay in the uh, groceries uh-huh. from Grunhofer's old fashioned meats. This is Patrick Gracie for The Canopy Group. Your kids are back in school, and when they get home, they do their homework, or they're supposed to do their homework. Why don't you do your homework? You have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent who represents only one insurance company for years. You deserve options. Let's face it, your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not one, 16. 
Don't tell your kids, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only today, but each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you. (laughs) You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. It turns out if you need dental advice, Joe Suchere is the guy. (laughs) He can help you out in times of trouble. Oh, Rich from Maple Grove Lock and Safe can also help you out. And uh, he's going to give you peace of mind by providing you with a safe that will meet your needs and keep things secure. And the reason I bring that up is because I think I need to make a trip down to Maple Grove. 6901 East Fish Lake Road. I I decided I need a safe in my shop. I need a a bigger one in the home. And then I need a whole bunch of random tiny little ones that fit uh, handguns. I want to stash them everywhere. Who's that little tiny comedian guy, the black guy that's so funny? Kevin Hart. Yeah, yeah. He's got a funny bit about how he stashes firearms all over his house. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's what I want to do. And I think Rich at MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com is the man. He's flush with both... American security and Liberty safes, uh, the finest quality safe ever made, of course, the Liberty safe made right here in these uh, United States of America. Time and money, that's what he's going to save you. Best fit for your needs. And uh, he might actually talk you off the financial ledge. You're going to go in there with a check for Rich for about $30,000. Turns out you don't even need half that. Uh, And it doesn't matter if it's guns or magazines, wheat pennies, heirlooms, guitars, whatever. Uh, Rich can help you out. MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. Let's return to these carjackings. Three carjackings in three attempts in just over 90 minutes last night. Three separate attempts in addition to the three carjackings? Wow. Uh, Two attempts, one of which was successful, were in the Tangletown neighborhood. I know the Tangletown neighborhood in St. Paul. I'm unfamiliar with it in Minneapolis. 50th um, Street between Lindale and uh, I'm going to say Nicollet. It's right around Wash. I think the high school is Washburn. Okay. Then I do know the area. Yeah. Two carjackings near Westlake Street in Hennepin. That's uptown, isn't it? Uh, Yes. It's uptown. One robbery and attempted carjacking near West 38th Street and Pillsbury Avenue. One attempt was on the 4800 block of Upton Avenue South, right near Lake Harriet. The first uh, uh, carjacking in the 1400 block of Lake Street West was at 6.14 p.m., with the last coming in the 1500 block of Lake Street West at 7.48 p.m. Three of the attempts uh, reported suspects in a black SUV. The other three did not list a vehicle description. So what these, this is a pandemic of carjackings, up 38% in Minneapolis in the last, uh, this year. And what it's doing is it's causing all of us to have an extra layer of vigilance every time you go to your car. Every time. Uh, I got a, a, a fellow told me yesterday that a fellow he works with and his wife, both car aficionados, had uh, a very pricey Audi and a very pricey Porsche. Stolen out of their garage at 3 in the morning. Wow. And the pros were, uh, this is out Minnetonka way. And what they, what they did is they cut the internet to the house. Then they sprayed the security cameras with black paint, got in the garage, and took the cars. And uh, it's... Well, wait a minute. That's professional. Yes, exactly. The, the, this isn't thugs. Well, whatever. But I'm 
trying to get to a point. Uh, well, hurry up. I don't think insurance covers you if the key was in the car. I could be wrong. Really? I could be wrong. Well, I so have no idea. Why did they leave the key in the car? Well, I do all the time, and beginning last night, I didn't. <laughs> Chris, yeah. it's all over out here. Uh, the reason I say they're not thugs is because what the thugs do, we all have this horrible habit of walking in the door and hanging our keys on a clip or that's, throwing them yes, down on, right. on a shelf, right? So what they do is they break in through that door, they grab your keys, and then they oh, take your car. Right. So, but it sounds like these, the people that hit them are straight up professionals. Sounds like it. Yeah. Well, wow. and on, on that, that note. That was a caper. Uh, on that note, Rick writes, while listening to yesterday's reporting and discussion of the increase in carjackings in Minneapolis, I wonder what we will see when the snow and cold arrive. People will be out scraping windows and brushing off snow while their car warms up or going to be sitting targets. Love the mm -hmm. show. Keep up the great work. That's an additional layer of vigilance you'll need this winter. And you're From really stupid if you uh, start it and then go back in the house. Yes, yes, you Well, are. wait a second. Yeah. You guys have, at least one of you has automatic starters, right? Remote starters? I do not. No, I have no I automatic don't, starters. No. Chris, you don't? No, not in, no, not oh. in the car. I do not. Well, uh, n nor do I. Wow, that's weird. Four of us don't. From what I understand is if you start your vehicle from inside with your remote starter, if somebody else who doesn't have the keys breaks in or opens that the door. The engine usually kills, right? Yeah, yeah, it shuts down. There's a failsafe in there. It's guys like us who start our car with, the, we go out there, put the key in, start the car, lock the door, walk. No, that's still, there's still a fail safe there. I don't know. Uh, uh, this, I don't cannot, know. this cannot go without mention. Uh, Jordy stumbled across a, a Daily Mail piece uh, where it's revealed that Taliban spokesperson Suhail Shaheen has called for international aid to help complete environmental projects in Afghanistan. He said tremendous work was needed to help Afghanistan be greener. And Jordy <laughs> notes, now all the idiots in Western countries are going to love the Taliban, praise it, and give it as much money as it wants. If only the Taliban would give universal health care. Then it would be admitted into the U.N. and given a place of honor. <laughs> Everyone else is in on this grift. Why not them as well? Why not? He's right. He's right. This reminds me of the gang that's running the uh, 38th in Chicago area, getting so much cash from yeah. uh, the city of Minneapolis. And only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mumpumalanga, South Africa, from the eternally traveling Lymans. On this day in 1948, Hubert Humphrey wins Minnesota's race for U.S. Senate. During three consecutive terms, he supports a Medicare, Medicare bill, a nuclear test ban treaty, and the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And on this day, today, November 2nd, 1993, Sharon Sales Belton was elected mayor of Minneapolis, the first African-American and the first woman to hold the office. Having previously worked for the State Department of Corrections as an assistant director of Minnesota's programs for victims of sexual assault, Belton would tout a family-centered platform and administer numerous successful community programs, including the annual youth-oriented event, Dancing in the Streets. Doesn't she sound like a, a stateswoman we would love to have back? Sharon yes. Sales Belt. Compared to what we have I now. I mean, I'm telling you. Our hope is that there will not is. be That's my a bunch lady. of suburbanites just racing through. That through these windows, you will see the glory and magnitude of the wonderful neighborhoods that are here in this South Minneapolis community 
We have much to offer. And with this critical investment, you're going to be able to see more. You will get off of one of those stations and visit an art store, get a cup of coffee, get, get something jacked. to eat in one of our fantastic uh, restaurants. And if you're really hip, you can get off at Whiskey Junction or the Joint or the Caboose oh, yeah. and hear Biker. some of the best music in the Twin Cities. These things happen in our community right here in the Phillips neighborhood. None of it really worked out. Joe, <laughs> how much really would you pay out. to have Sharon back in office? I'd have, I'd, I think it would be fabulous. Yeah. We said with each new mayor, you'll regret the mm -hmm. preceding one, which is hard to believe. Uh, I, I don't think that would be true in St. Paul if somehow Melvin can be defeated today. He 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 would be defeated by someone uh, far more uh, uh, capable. Uh, we don't know that. Capable of running the city, I think. John, and getting yeah. it back to basics. Right. Yes, John. I, I just want I just want to defend myself here. Uh, do we regard Forbes as being a, a decent news outlet? Yes, I knew Forbes he magazine. was not going to let this go. Q QAnon right. supporters gathering in Dallas, Texas, in anticipation of the return of John F. Kennedy Jr. Oh. Uh, so there, I, I, it wasn't just Twitter. Yeah, okay, well, was, you'd think the Dallas Morning News would cover it. Well, yeah, you a bunch would. of commies. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So not JFK Senior, JFK Junior. No, 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 back. Junior. The, the guy the, died uh, in the yeah. plane crash. Exactly, yeah. the youngster, and he's yeah. going to be vice president. He is. Uh, okay, then, and then and then Donald Trump will step down. Really? And JFK Junior will be president, oh my God. and General oh. Flynn will be vice president, and then they're going to break up, break up the second. cabal of all <laughs> the child pedophiles who are Joe, running the country right what now. What was the so. book, and who was the author? Two people having a tryst on a beach saw a rocket shoot JFK's plane down. What was the book? Who was the author? I know well, you've Nelson read it. DeMille. Yes, yes. Uh, Night Over Water, right? But Nelson DeMille had, a, but it had nothing to do with JFK. Nelson oh. DeMille's book was centered on the uh, on the commercial jet that went down in Long Island Flight. Sound. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Wayne Shorter's wife DeMille, was on that please. jet. Huh? Near I can, Reeves. I got Wayne it. Shorter. What? Wayne Wait, Shorter's what? wife was on that jet. Oh, really? Who's yes. Wayne Shorter? His name Wayne is Shorter, Bell. he's a brilliant jazz, jazz saxophonist. What did you need to Miles. know about Nelson DeMille? I just want the name of the book. Uh, no Night Rest for water. the Dead. Nope. The Deserter. Nope. The Maze. Night over water. Nope. A Quiet Night End. Over water. Nope. Night Over Water. <laughs> uh, the Maze. Uh, word, word, of word of Honor. Keep Night going, because I don't think you're telling me Nelson DeMille titles. Well, I, I've got his... Um, uh, God, if it's Night Over Water. Night Over Water is Ken, is there one Ken called Follett. Island? The Deserter, The Cuban Affair, May Day, Spencerville, The Charm School, now you're going, keep Word going. of Honor, The Talbot, of, the Talbot Odyssey, oh, Cathedral up. by the Rivers of Babylon, The Quest, The Mystery at Thorn Mansion, Life or Breath, Revenge and Rebellion, The Rich and the Dead, The I Book I swear case. to God you're not reading me, Nelson DeMille. Death Oh, Nelson. De no, I'm kidding. I am reading Nelson DeMille. <laughs> I thought you said Plum Cecil. Island. Where's Plum Island? <laughs> Plum Island. Uh, if you take a left at Florida. The plot oh. thickens getting your book. Uh, oh, gosh. He's also. If I've told well, now you I'm once. not leaving till I get the name of the book that Nelson I've, DeMille wrote about the downing of that 
If I've told you once, I've told you a hundred times. Will you please tell Kenny to shut the H up? I think Joe Joe missed that. Uh, It's not a Nelson DeMille book that Kenny kept saying night over, what did you say, night over water? Yeah. The Lions game? It's a... It's a Ken Follette book, but that, but that was an entirely different. Right. That was a yes. World War Two uh, book, if I remember. The Lions you are game. correct. Is yeah, the Lions game. No. What is the book where Nightfall? Nightfall. Nightfall. May, Mayday. 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 Mm, no, I think it's Nightfall. Twelve miles above the Pacific Ocean, a missile strikes a jumbo passenger jet. Here it is. Nightfall is a 2004 novel by Nelson DeMille. The Nightfall. story begins with the 1996 crash of TWA Flight 800 this off Long it. Island, by New the, York. Yep. I said that. Uh, I, I, if you did, I missed it. <laughs> I said Plum Island, The Lion's Game, Nightfall, Wildfire, The Lion, The Panther, no. and Radiant Angel. Well, the we first had ones. We didn't. We had a pretty good effort going here today until boy, I we came crash to, uh, into a halt Kenny, at the end. Didn't Kenny, just, no, uh, no pun intended. Yeah. Ooh, I yeah. just shot her down. Yeah. Right. Uh, I Nelson, love that book, by the way. It was a fabulous. It is Kenny. Which was book. the book where uh, Lee Harvey acted alone? Which one was that? <laughs> Goodbye, G. Ellers. All, thank all, you. All of them for <laughs> the last <laughs> ten years. The book I like. His last name is Oswald, by the way. Just so you. The book I like is where a couple of shysters hire Burt Reynolds and Jerry Reed to haul some cores. Good one. <laughs> Texarkana. Very Florida. good one. That was the tweet I sent you. Super 70 sp- Sports tweeted out Big Enos Burdett and his little guy and said, these men just wanted an ice cold Coors. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of YouTube, GLers, why don't you subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube channel and find us on all sorts of social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Joe loves it, by the way, when you submit stories from Twitter. As exhibited in today's Garage Logic oh, Podcast. Don't. <laughs>